0: It might get loud. It might light a fire within you. It's all hands on deck. Freedom! Now, for your listening pleasure, 94.9 News Now presents Mean Chet Martin, the Long Island redneck Brian Bro, and fearless C.V. Burton. This is Freedom on Deck.
1: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulate Talk. Mean Chet Martin here with you. And along my side, the trusty New Hampshire redneck himself, Mr. Brian Bro. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> and the fearless one himself, Mr. C.V. Burton.
2: Did you hear Mitch McTurtle may retire due to a severe concussion and potential brain damage?
1: I didn't. And Fetterman technically- is still in a mental
2: institution?
1: <laughs> yes. And what but- about us? Well, we're... we're f- is he... We're, we're here. We're on the air.
3: Is he taking any friends with him? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Probably. All right, gentlemen. All I hope right, so. Right. Let's buckle down. We've got some really uh, great guests on the show today. And... Um, We've got some great topics to discuss, too. So I want to jump right into this one, though. This was a kind of a dicey pick that I sent you earlier this week, and I wanted to talk about it because it's just so disturbing. And reading out of the New American Magazine, I kind of have to be a little careful here uh, because the gentleman that penned R. Court Kirkwood... Can be a little controversial at times with the way that he describes things in his pieces. So I'm going to have to look a little closely at it, but it is the absolute truth. New York State Attorney General Letitia James and 11 Democratic elected officials join a drag queen story hour three days from now. The message will be clear organized child groomers will have a major power base. Inside, inside not only the state legislator, but also the state's top law enforcement office. The purpose of the show is to seduce children into believing they can be any gender they want, a step along the way toward grooming them for sexual abuse, which I absolutely agree with. The state's top law enforcement official, James, indeed is a hostess. She's working with a professional groomer's outfit. Drag Story Hour NYC, which openly has bragged about grooming kids. Until recently, the transgenders kept to themselves. Now in the open, they're coming for your kids. James, the elected officials, and of course, the drag queens, will groom the kids for four hours on March 19th from 11 to 3, right in New York. Aside from Empire State Groomer-in-Chief, the following elected officials enlisted as assistant groomers. I'm going to read them because I want everybody to hear this, any of the uh, folks listening in New York. State Senator Brad Hoyleman Segal, Assemblyman, uh, I'm sorry, Assemblywoman Deborah Glick, Assemblywoman Jessica Gonzalez-Rojas, Assemblyman Daniel O'Donnell, Assemblyman Tony Simone, Councilman Eric Botcher, Councilwoman Tiffany Caban, Councilwoman Crystal Hudson, Councilman Shikar Krishnan, Councilman Chi O S E, and Councilwoman Lynn Showman. The family friendly event friendly event, as described, will take place at a gay, bisexual, and transgender community center. Ashley Saint Clair tweeted these are your tax dollars hard at work grooming your children. New York Attorney General Letitia James, Democrat, announced she will be hosting the Drag Queen Story Hour read-a-thon for children up to age 12 at the event. Now, let me keep going here. It's it's on the 19th. Now, we've been covering Brian C.V. Uh, we've been covering Drag Queen Story Hour since the inception of the show, probably, probably when we're still a, a podcast, Brian. Uh, we... we You know, we covered the fact that they've been busted for having known pedophiles reading to children. One in particular was such a bad story from L.A. Uh, The individual was arrested, and, um, of course, they kept going with the event. So now we have this Miss James boasting about holding more events from Drag Queen Story Hour right here in New York And the uh, Democrat Party is solidly behind all this. To see a a litany of names like that is disturbing. It's not so much a shock because Democrats are basically in bed with Satan now. But Brian, I think this should be more, uh, well, I certainly think that more people should be coming out and exposing these folks. But anybody bringing children to this event, you got to get your head checked out, Brian. For sure. Sad.
3: Well, I mean, I would, I would assume that anybody that's bringing their kids to this event probably doesn't have a gas stove in New York. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, gas stove bad. Grooming children and abusing children, good. I mean, you know, it, listen, this is the Democrat way. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that you know, uh, LaQuisha isn't, uh, you know, forming some sort of uh, child. You know, sacrifice to Moloch. Sure, she is. I'm sure <laughs> at the, she is. At, at, the, at, at the state capitol somewhere. Mm. I don't know. I mean, it, you know, they're sick people and it's sad. And what's crazy is that you have an attorney general um, of a state like New York that is engaging in these types of activities and events. Um, you know, shouldn't she be focused on um, matters at hand for the state of New York, not? getting involved in activism, you know, that's, that, that to me is it's an activist event. Um, It's one that's disgusting and vile in my opinion, because, you know, these children do not need to be exposed to, uh, to things of sexual nature. And that is what a drag queen is, right? This uh, show me a drag queen that isn't scantily clad, Show yeah. me a drag queen that doesn't have their breasts, fake breasts popping out or their fake butt implants popping out. You know, show me one that isn't all done up in in makeup and and a and a fake wig and all these other things. So it is of a sexual nature and that's what Absolutely. they're exposing these kids
2: to. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, CV, I think the fact that their children if this was uh if this was an event where 18-year-old kids were going I, I don't care. Go ahead. But the fact of the matter is these are five-year-old children. Five, to, From what I see, the event's going to be five to 12 for the most part that are going to be attending. Uh, that's those are, those are children. They're not of age and they shouldn't be brought to an event like this.
2: And what's their aim? What's their goal? As you said, Chad, we've been discussing this trend toward sabotaging potential families before they happen for a very long time. The leftist death cult is like The oozing pus from the canker sore of the Antichrist. And it's reached the saturation point. Just like all policies of the leftist death cult, they all stem from wrong thinking and a putrefied philosophy. They falsely claim that there is overpopulation of human beings. But we ask, can you give us the number as to the limit of what they would consider to be a reasonable amount of human beings? But uh, as we know, written upon the Georgia Guidestones, America's Stonehenge, which was recently struck down by lightning, although they never reported that, it's it says that they want the population to be no more than 500 million. That means they hope to eliminate 7.5 billion people. Hitler killed, what, 6 million? So for what? What is the purpose? To save the planet? Save it from what? From... From the life it was meant to support? What? So to them, life is a threat to a rock that is floating in space. Because that's all it would be without the life that God put on it. And we know who they'd, they'd like to start killing off first. They'd start with you and I. God's children and political dissidents. I mean, even Oprah said it. So we know there are about a thousand political dissidents in jail right now we see where they're going and these cultists and the entire left wing and a large chunk of the right wing too, to be honest are so infantile that they think the entire planet earth is about the size of Madagascar.
1: Listen, got about a minute yet, but I did want to correct what I said about the age limit there. Uh, This is actually from their site. So it's worse than what I thought. Uh, so, so here it is. In our original 45-minute drag story hour program designed for children ages 3 through 8. I'm just rolling, Tom oh, oh, my God. You know, I don't know how anyone can put their child through that. Listen, guys, we're going to be coming back. We've got a great show. Eric Karen, We've got uh, Dan Deleuze coming on the show as well. Don't go anywhere. Freedom on Deck, 94.9. Newsdown, Stimmy. Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now. Stimulating talk. I see we're bombing in Syria. We we bombed some Iranian folks over there in Syria. Looks good, man. Chugging right along. I'm glad that uh, the Democrats are so behind this. I mean, when the hell is the last time that the Democrats ever given a rat's rear end about Syria?
2: All right. (laughs) When they need to wag the dog,
1: I understand it was a. It was, <laughs> when it, they it need, was to, a, when they need
3: to sell some missiles.
1: <laughs> yeah, there was an American. There was an American that was killed. It was a drone strike, and then we, uh, we fired back. I, I, you know, I don't want to get too deep into it until I know more about it. I read about it briefly yesterday, but um, I didn't decide to to discuss it as a topic. But I did want to talk about this as the House Oversight Committee continues its probe into the Biden crime family. A source with intelligence ties in Washington, D.C. and Beijing reported that Hunter Biden had a mole in the FBI, referred to as One Eye, (laughs) who who informed Biden's Chinese business partners that they were under investigation. Dr. Gal Luft. Is a former israel defense forces lieutenant colonel he now works as the co-director of the institute for the analysts of global security a dc-based think tank that focuses on energy security and ripping off the american consumer sorry i put that in myself he is also a senior advisor to the united states energy security council a bunch of gobbledygook word salad as well as co-chairman Of the Global Forum on Energy Security in Beijing, probably he kind of has the look of a uh, definitely a pedo look there, Brian. On February 16, Luff was arrested at the Larnaca International Airport in southern Cyprus in suspicion of arms trafficking to Libya and China. Two days later, Luft56 posted a tweet alleging that his arrest was part of a politically motivated extradition request by the United States to try and prevent him from sharing the information that he has about the Biden crime family. Luft wrote, I've been arrested in Cyprus on a politically motivated extradition request by the U.S., the U.S. claiming I'm an arms dealer, it would be funnier if it weren't tragic. I've never been an arms dealer. DOJ is trying to bury me to protect Joe, Jim, and Hunter Biden. Shall I name names? Uh, Luff claims that four years ago, he and his American lawyer, Robert Henoch, tried to alert the DOJ that the Chinese state-controlled energy company, CEFC, paid Hunter Biden $100,000 a month and $65,000 to President Biden's brother, Jim. In exchange for large payments from China, the Bidens provided FBI connections to promote China's belt and road initiative. Luff reportedly learned about this agreement through Yi Yam, the chairman of CEFC and other Chinese business partners of Hunters. Yi allegedly had the FBI informant called One Eye, to whom his organization would pay a great deal of money for. Sealed law enforcement information that was not already available to the general Public. When do you think this guy ends up um, in uh, six feet under, Brian? How long? Oh, you mean
3: uh, when is he gonna die of yeah. Clinton's? Um, now. I um, very soon. I would, I would, I would expect. um yeah. Because people like him don't live long. Not long. Uh, unfortunately. Um. But yeah, I mean, what do you think? I mean, if he knows anything about Hunter or. <laughs> Joe Biden, uh, and he has any of the details. Um, you know, I think he will probably not make it very long. But you know what? Uh, I can't think of the guy's name who came out and um, blew the whistle. There, it, uh, his business partner, Hunter's business partner. Yeah. Um I know you I can't know. think I his, know you know yeah, I can't think of his name right off the top of my head but you know but that guy you know, I'm surprised he's still alive because <laughs> yeah. because he handed in his cell phone and all that to the FBI but then again, you know the FBI is probably like you know uh, where you deposit all your known knowledge that so that Pat- you stay was that alive.
1: Patrick, I'm just asking was it Patrick Ho? Was that his name? No, no.
3: Okay. It, it was a heavy set guy. But anyway, you know, but, you know, so, yeah, maybe that's why he's still alive. Because, you know, he got the FBI involved and the FBI is in, you know, Biden's back pocket.
1: Yeah. Well, TV, the uh, protection of the Bidens runs very deep with the FBI, the CIA, and, of course, social media. Um, I, don't, I don't know if we're ever going to get to the bottom of of the investigation that's happening with the Biden crime family. But it it certainly, it certainly seems like they should have plenty already. I would hope.
2: Yeah. And this seems to be the FBI's MO is to all of a sudden put something under investigation that they don't want to answer questions for. So they take this guy who's a whistleblower and he's about to tell Congress or whoever uh, that this, Chinese state-controlled energy company is paying uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars a month to the Biden cartel and all of a sudden he's arrested in a Cyprus airport so that so that when when Congress asks them any questions about this guy or uh, or if they if they want to bring him in front of Congress to talk about his whistleblowing they could say no he's under he's actually invest, he's under he's arrested. He's under investigation. We can't answer any questions because the matter is under investigation. So now they've tucked him away neatly. And uh, and again, we have proof that the FBI is covering for the Biden crime family. and But they're still after Donald Trump, though. They can't name the crime, but they're determined to find one. Believe me, they've only been spying on him now for the last eight years.
1: The fact that... Donald Trump has made it this far without them being able to throw him in the gulag shows you that he's clean because they've been looking at him for a very, very long time. Right. It's disgusting to see an administration like this that is completely out of its league. Well, we we understand why that is, but I'm not going to get in, into that. It's It's Barack Obama's third administration. Come on. We all know that it's, his, first th- it's yes. his third term, and that's the reason they're so gung ho about putting Donald Trump behind bars. But it's not going to happen. And if they put him behind bars, which they've been trying to do, and I don't know necessarily that they that they're even stupid enough to do that. If they are, they'll just make him a martyr. I mean, in a way. I don't mean it as, you know. I don't mean it in that way. But I'm saying, in a way, uh, they would probably get him more support by doing that. And I. I assume that most of the pressure that they put on and most of the investigations, most of the dealings and most of the coverage by the news is just to make his life a living hell. Yeah, that's what it is. That's why they do it. They hate the man. So they could take a page out of their their playbook and put the same pressure on Joe Biden, but they can't. Because Joe Biden gets treated like he's a little girl walking into a den of lions that they have to protect every five seconds. He goes last week. He's he's reading a poem. Did you guys see this one? No. He starts he starts flubbing the lines. He's saying county <laughs> instead of country. So he says, "Let me start over again, folks. I'm I'm nervous here. Uh, you know, Take trying two. to crack a joke." He he starts up again. He makes the same mistake. He starts bumbling, and and they cut away. <laughs> they won't show it. They're saying, let's protect Joe Biden. We can't show people that he doesn't know how to read. You know, this guy is an embarrassment, And I and I have to tell you, why do we have so much going on right now? Why is Iran acting badly? Why is Putin acting badly? Why is China acting badly? Because they sense weakness. They sense an administration that doesn't give a damn, an administration that is controlled by all the dirty deeds that they've been doing across the way in China and elsewhere, offshore accounts, money laundering, you name it, child, uh, child, you know, sex. You don't think Hunter Biden did? You don't think China has a bunch of information on that? I'll tell you what, Brian, it would be a damn shame if we ever saw some justice for these guys.
3: Um, Pfft. I I mean I don't know are we going by New York justice or like Texas justice
1: <laughs> uh, Well you know which way we would go
3: Yeah you know and yeah I mean I would love to see justice uh served but you know it's not going to happen you know it's not going to happen everything that everything that's going on especially with like Joe Biden and all the flubbing and everything else and the the lack of of action on the part of this administration, I mean, when Donald Trump was in office, I mean, North Korea, I mean, he he pretty much had Kim Jong Un or ill and uh, under his thumb. You he know what I mean? Over I mean, there, he
1: was like, "Yo, what's up?" Oh man? yeah.
3: Oh oh, he he was like, "I'll cross this line, not a problem." He stepped right on over, and, and and how did and how did he and how was he welcomed? He was welcomed with open arms because he knew that if he messed with Donald Trump that he was going to he was going to face the wrath. Yep. And so you know you see, you see these other countries doing that because um, they know that we have a weak leader.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Listen, we have Eric Caron on the line. Former special agent. He's been doing really great work over in Africa. We're going to be talking to him about that. Don't go anywhere. Freedom on deck, 94.9 you news, news. news.
0: You can talk to me. You can talk to me.
1: You can talk to me. If you're lonely, you can talk to me.
2: Escape awake. Yeah. Those who yeah. late know the world they kick.
1: Mm-hmm. Jail ain't gates. Those who fake they break. When they meet their four oh, the world, Everyone would have a gun. Welcome back to Freedom on Deck on 949 News Now and stimulating talk on the line. He's the author of Switched On the Heart and Mind of a Special Agent, talking about Eric J. Karen. You've been all over the place. You just recently got back. I think you were in Africa. Yeah, uh, and you've been what what you do there is you communicate with a lot of folks over there that are dealing with some really bad crimes that, you know, when America sneezes, the rest of the world gets a cold. And this was told to you. The bad uh situation with human trafficking and the yeah. car- the cartels, everything that goes in with that. So Tell our listeners about the article, why you wrote it, and what you've been seeing over there as an ex-special agent and how you deal with this now.
4: Thanks, my brother. Thank you for having me back on, and and I look forward to sharing this information with you and the audience. You know, most Americans think that human slavery ended hundreds of years ago, but it's not. It, it did not end. and 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 shockingly, as you and I speak, as you and I speak, two million people globally are being trafficked. And unfortunately, a lot of the you know, products that, that these s- slaves are manufacturing come to America. And so under this administration, unfortunately, what America is doing under this administration, we're aiding and abetting these transnational crime groups and terror groups. Around the world, and it's human trafficking. We're talking like the dollar value, if you will. We're talking three hundred billion. That's with a B. Three hundred billion dollars last year. It's one of the most profitable crimes in America, um, around the world, I should say. And so, um, the that the, so we think human trafficking just involves sex and. Worker bees. Yeah. No, no, it's organ harvesting. Yep. We we get sixty. I just came back from Uganda. Sixty four doctors are under investigation for organ harvesting. So organ harvesting is alive and well. That's a one billion dollar industry. Over. Then we have baby harvesting that's happening, and then we have human rituals actively going on throughout Africa. And just in Uganda alone, officially, officially numbers, we're talking 72, 72 murders, mostly of children were sacrificed, sacrificed last year in Uganda. And 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 I want people to understand that that all these crimes including cannibalism cannibalism is alive and well in Africa And those activities all what I just laid out is coming to America in fact is happening in America we 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 just don't talk about it here in America we, we turned a blind eye to it so yes US border insecurity is the downfall of civilization
1: 10,000 children that are missing now we have to we have to expect that some of them are getting their organs harvest if that's a, yes. thing, a big thing over there some of yes. them being used as sex slaves yes. uh, and and the other stuff is probably more grisly that we even want to talk about
4: it's human sacrificing that's going on it's sexual exploitation it's labor it's organs Um. and, and then of course we have children who are being recruited if you will for um war zones into war into the islamic state isis boko haram and other uh groups uh throughout africa africa right now right now we, we we have over 20 over 20 shadow wars going on in africa today right now africom our military u.s military is actively involved in over 20 terror wars going on in Africa. And you know what, if we we don't understand that what happens in Africa will affect America, and if we don't address these crimes that I just laid out relating to human trafficking and or terrorism, it's coming to America again because we learned the hard way on 9-11 Osama bin Laden planned the 9 11 hijacks and, and, and the terror acts from, 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 from um, Sudan.
1: Yeah. From Sudan. Yes. Yeah.
4: And we ignored it. He moved into Afghanistan. We still ignored it. And of course, we have over 3,000 Americans dead, 10,000 injured. Because our government failed us on nine eleven, and I'm afraid, God help us. Because I'm afraid that it's another type of nine eleven attack will happen here in America. Are you surprised? Are you greater.
1: surprised it hasn't yet? I mean, since nine eleven, I would. I think you I said that with us once. You were surprised I that it hasn't happened.
4: I, based on what I know and what I see, both domestically here in America. And then overseas in Africa, I hold my breath. (laughs) I hold my breath most nights when I go to sleep because I I wake up in the morning. I'm like, okay, what am I going to see? And just
1: so everybody knows, when we talk to Eric, former special agent, he's worked inside with the CIA. He's worked with Mm -hmm. the FBI. You've been all you've been in the Middle East. You've dealt with terrorist organizations.
4: Yes. You've seen it all. Yes.
1: Are, are we in worse shape now than when you first got into I don't, I don't want to say first got into your career, yeah. but but when you first started to go and start to break up these uh, these different terrorist organizations and and all the great work that you did and everybody can read about it in in your book switched on. I urge that everybody go and get the book. But is yeah. what do you compare it now to what it was then, Eric? Oh,
4: God, it's it's night and day, you know. Yeah. So so my website. Is uh, switched on life, but yeah, it's on web. It's on Amazon. Switched on the heart and mind of a special agent, and it's a glimpse behind the badge. And uh, and
1: it's a um, good book. I, it's a great I, book.
4: Uh, thank you. Thank you so much, sir. The the, 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 the the here's the thing. God, domestically, domestically, our law enforcement agencies really, truthfully, are in disarray. We're not enforcing. I mean, our, our law enforcement officers have been nuded. Let's be honest. Yes. Okay. I agree. mean, 100 so percent. Unfortunately, they have. And good law enforcement officers are taking off the badge and are leaving by the tens of thousands across America. So domestically, are, we're weak. Internationally, of course, at our borders, we're weak you know, contraband, whatever it is, drugs, human trafficking, counterfeits. So we're weak domestically, we're weak at our borders and our criminal justice system is even weaker. Our criminal justice system is so weak right now. um, Most Americans have no faith, no faith in our criminal justice system. And, you know, I, I shared with you, before before we went on the iou i o u americans expect our criminal justice system to be independent objective and unbiased independent objective and unbiased and right now over the last 2 plus years anything but we see what's happening right before our very eyes. I mean, I, it's not – I'm not making this up. We see the, the fact that our Department of Injustice are targeting U.S. citizens for, you know, practicing their First Amendment rights of protesting at abortion clinics.
1: Without representation when they're being arrested and put into a, a cell in Washington. Just we the, the then we thing. see
4: yeah, and then we have what 150 plus citizens detained uh relating to the what relating to the um capital uh protest yeah
1: eric uh tell everybody where they go if they want to get in touch with you of course for the book or or anything yeah. else sir
4: Yeah, brother. Well, thanks again for having me, you know, switched on life is uh, the website. You can get in touch with me me there. Uh, You know, the, the, I did an audio book. Um, The audio book is phenomenal. I got to, and then I do public speaking as well. So anybody who wants me to come to your organization and give a, a switched on presentation relating to security and how to stay switched on in life, um, Please hit me up. I love that's one thing I love doing is sharing the switched-on philosophy, strengthening the mind, the body, and the soul, so we can identify and avoid threats. All
1: right, guys, don't go anywhere. There's a lot more show to go here on Freedom on Deck 94.9 News Now, Fox News Radio. 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. We've got uh, another guest coming up after this. My main man, Dan. If you don't know who Dan is, well, then you probably haven't heard Dan. Or maybe you don't listen to Lee Elsie. He calls Lee just about every day. And I took a... I've taken a real liking to the guy. He speaks well. He formulates well. He bashes Frank and Hayward. So... I want to read you a little something from the Daily Signal. It's a very disturbing, disturbing piece. And uh, the Heritage Foundation's oversight project is suing the Justice Department for communications related to the Department's failure to apply federal law against far-left protests at the Supreme Court Justice Holmes. You guys remember all that? The suit follows... Attorney General Merrick Garland's admission that the federal crime under 18 U.S.C. should protest outside a judge's home with the intent of influencing that judge. Garland has not enforced that law, though. Both Virginia Governor Glenn Yokin and former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan requested that they do so, and in March, Garland claimed that the U.S. Marshals on scene make the decision whether to make the arrest. You remember famously said, well, it was at night, so we couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, uh, Garland told the Senate that the decision to allow violations to continue was made by the U.S. Marshals. Mike Howell, director in the Oversight Project, told the Daily Signal, I don't think that is true, and if it was, then why are they unlawfully withholding the records from us? Oversight's requests, including all records related to the 1507 and the protests, picketing, parades, demonstrations, occupants, sit-ins, or any form of protest at the residence of the Chief Justice in the United States, of the Associate Justices of the Supreme Court of the United States. Uh, In January, the Daily Signal spoke with several U.S. Marshals who said that the activists are not breaking the law since they were not on the justice's property, merely the sidewalk. The Daily Signal pointed out that the language of the code specifically says in or near, but the marshals still said that the activists were within the law since they were on the sidewalk. No. The authorities also repeatedly mentioned the First Amendment and free speech and said that the activists had the right to demonstrate as long as they were within the law. Legal and justice experts told the Daily Signal that since the Marshals report to the Attorney General, they are doing the bidding of the Justice Department. C.V., I call bull crap on any of the excuses coming from this AG. They want these Supreme Court justices to feel intimidated. They want politicians to feel intimidated. And they want us to feel intimidated. That's why idiots like Joe Biden say Antifa is just an idea. They will never, ever stick up for us against these people until we stick up for ourselves. And then maybe, maybe they'll do something about it. I doubt it, though.
2: It's totally unconstitutional to intimidate judges and them saying that they they are within the law, they're allowed to protest. Then why were there so many police on the front lawns of these justices uh, in front of their houses protecting them? And then when Merrick Garland was uh, in the hot seat in front of Congress, they kept asking him, how come you didn't arrest anybody? And like you said... It was nighttime. Like you don't have nighttime goggles. You know what I mean. You know you don't have was, nighttime vision. You, you're telling me you no law can be enforced at night. What do what are you children? And uh, and then his only answer is, we increase security. We increase security. We increase spending. We increased resources and personnel to protect them. That's not the question. The question is how come you didn't arrest anybody who was breaking the law? But we increased security. Shut up. <laughs>
1: We increased security. The same uh, idiots that that led people right into into D.C. with armed guards, bringing them in. I mean, these people, they, they have such a double standard, Brian. Uh, it's just kind of getting to me. But it's such a double standard. And uh, yeah. I don't think it's ever going to go away, unfortunately.
3: Uh, you know, I used to think they had a double standard, and then I realized they have no standards.
1: Yeah. But, you know...
3: You know, but that that is the but that is the that the blatant truth, isn't it? You know, I mean, you know, they they don't have a standard. That what what they what they have is uh, rules for thee and not for me. And so when if this if this was the. Trump administ- uh, administration yeah. you know for a fact that there would be all types of lawsuits and there, and, and, and we would have hair on fire on the uh, on the rotunda uh, of Congress because they wouldn't stand for it but this DOJ is like yeah no it's all good you know yeah we increase security you know, merit, what I call it, meritless Garland, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> merit, meritless Garland, um, he doesn't he doesn't do anything. Yeah. He does nothing. You know, these are sitting Supreme Court justices that, that have Antifa and, and Black Lives Matter and, and, and who knows who else outside of their homes. This is not okay. It's against the law and these people should have been arrested.
1: And when and when somebody gets attacked like Steve Scalise or somebody gets attacked like Rand Paul or somebody gets a, they, they they seem not to really care too much. So then when you tell Merit, Meritless Garden and you, uh, garland that and you say well there is examples of uh of violence against sitting uh senators there's Politicians that have been violently attacked at their own homes. They're usually always Republican, but anyway, uh, we've had a shooting on a ball field by somebody that worked for the Bernie Sanders campaign. So, um, you know, I think that after all of those, all that evidence, C.V., after, after we go through all of that and we say, hey, look, there's an issue here. It's happening year by year by year and now you're allowing them to go in front of their house. This could turn into something far worse. They do nothing. Nothing.
2: This administration or the uh, deep left in general are so manipulative of circumstances. Like the the leak that came from the Supreme Court, They, they supposedly investigated it and they said, well, we can't determine where the leak came from. All right, so then you have that and then you have uh, this guy who came out of an airport from a long distance. He has a backpack. He has knives. He has rope. He has gloves. Tw- uh, what do you call those uh, those ties? Those, those plastic ties? Zip ties. Zip ties. All this stuff. And he gets all the way up to uh, one of the uh, Supreme Court justices' homes. I forget which one. And uh, gets all the way up there. And then he changes his mind and walks away again. And he's arrested down the road, and uh, that that itself was a setup, because that was also intended to intimidate the justices, because now they're and fearing, that, they're fearing and, for and their lives. Was, they're fearing for their lives.
1: And I think CV, I think that was Amy Come, Comey Barrett. I don't. I don't know. Oh yeah, I yeah, think yeah. It was yeah, her yeah. Ha- mm. I think it was her house. Yes, that's, that's scary. That's a woman. Yeah. I mean, they're they're doing they, this is all intimidation. This is an old communist tactic, Brian, and, and that's exactly what these Democrats participate in. They're they they're just evil people, man. Oh,
3: absolutely. Listen, these people that are protesting against you know against Supreme Court justices and, con- and congressmen and congresswomen that are that are on the right side, you know for a fact that these are the brown shirts of the Biden administration. Oh yeah. That that is exactly who they are. You know, when when you have people like Maxine Wattis, you know, going up there and telling people to surround them in a gasoline station. Who says ga- who says gasoline station?
2: <laughs> who says gasoline station? It's no a, a gas shot.
3: station, you, you friggin' idiot. It. You know, but it's like, yeah, you know, but who, but, but th- these wow. are the people and they are inciting violence. But yet oh, Donald Trump can say peacefully go protest and oh. that is, yeah. and that is insurrection.
1: Yeah. Everybody knows that Donald Trump said go peacefully. Yeah. And, y- y- you know, it- it's wild, man. The Democrats are so, you know, they're so disgusting and evil. You actually had somebody going in front of the courts saying he he tried grabbing the driver and karate chopping the <laughs> driver. of the, Remember that? It's like, dude, they, they, no one can do that. He can't reach into the front of the car. It's not possible. And he's not karate chopping people. Is that Sean Hannity karate chopping people in the neck? Come on, man. All
2: right, and that Hello. person lied to Biden Congress. That's you. perjury. And then he, he was not prosecuted for that. I know.
1: Hey, listen, guys. Dan's on the line. We're going to bring him on, and then we'll wrap the show up. Don't go anywhere. Freedom on Deck, 94.9. News now and stimulating talk. Don't go to the
4: gasoline station. Drop of a hat. Jesus, really gasp. Playful as a pussycat. Momentarily
1: out of action. Temporarily out
3: of class. So absolutely right.
1: I have a special guest on the line right now, a gentleman from my own art, because he's a gentleman from my area, Eastern Long Island. I've heard him on with Lee Elsie going back a few years and more prevalent now. He pretty much calls every day or every other day and has become one of the favorites, really representing the conservative cause better. I'm talking about the one and only Dan from East Hampton, Long Island. Dan, how are you, sir?
0: Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, Thanks for having me on chat. Awesome.
1: I'm stoked to have you on. I think you're one of the best callers that Lee has right now. And, (laughs) and to get in touch with you was, was something I wanted to do because you're from my hometown and I thought you did well as a caller, as we were talking about bringing you on, you said something very interesting. Uh, And it's something that I've said in the past too. We were talking about calling into Lee Elsie, getting your voice out there. And you said, yeah, yeah. It, it can sometimes be a little intimidating, but we have to use it while we have it. Now, right? what did you mean by that? Do you think it's going to get to that point? Because what I thought you kind of said was, look at this administration. Look at all that they're taking from us. Look at everything that's happening around us. And one day, perhaps very soon in the near future, our voice might be taken away. <sighs>
0: You know, if you remember back in the in the 90s, that's when I started kind of paying attention to this. Uh, there was that Oklahoma City bombing. You remember that sure. the Oklahoma yep. City building blew up. Uh, but, you know, the debris hadn't even landed on the ground yet uh, when Clinton was out blaming talk radio. Yeah. Do you, do you remember that? It, was, it was like instantly as soon as the, the, the smoke hadn't even cleared and it was it's this is rhetoric from talk radio mm. and he I, I had identified talk radio and the and the punditry going on on talk radio as being his primary political enemy at the time yep. and i don't think that's i don't think that's changed much um i believe that uh talk radio you know the, i came to the conclusion some time ago that uh, a, a well uh expressed opinion is the most powerful thing in the world—a a, well conveyed opinion—that you can that you can let other people know they can agree with you. You can sway people's opinions to your way of thinking, and it starts to develop a certain kind of a momentum. And I think there's a lot of power in that. I'm sure that our founding fathers agreed with that. That's why they enshrined that First Amendment in the Constitution. And I think it's I think it's probably the foundational uh, constitutional uh, right that that people that are interested in bringing about tyranny or absolute monarchy or absolute communistic control over us would want to take away. And I think there's been plenty of evidence that that's what's going on. Yeah. Wouldn't You say, I mean,
1: yeah, I think when we, when when I go back to the 90s and the bombing, uh, I, I do remember they were really pointing out Rush Limbaugh. And it got to the point where Michael Savage was banned in Britain. Do you remember when that happened as well?
0: Uh, Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah,
1: so they took his voice away. uh, And that's, I I agree with you, it can happen here. And the reason I think that really what Clinton was doing at the time was they really have a it's been monopolized as far as, you know, TV uh, the political channels, what we have Fox I mean you 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 have to have a certain. Uh, network to be able to watch Newsmax or any of the others. They're not big. They own CNN, ABC, CBS, MSNBC, MSLSD, you know, the whole the whole (laughs) nine. And we have that one television station that I don't even everyone says Fox is conservative. And I disagree. I think they're shifting the other way very rapidly. And we still but the one thing we still have is talk radio. And for some reason, the left has not been able to corner the market on talk radio. And I think that's because they came in late in the game. You remember they did Air America. It failed. Uh, you yes, know, NPR. Yes. Nobody listens to NPR. It just never works as far as real liberal talk. And I think, I think talk radio has been a good vehicle for us to get the conservative message out there. If we lost that, forget it, Dan. I, I don't know where we'd get... Uh, Any kind of uh, similar thoughts to what we're talking about right now, aside from talk radio?
0: I mean, look look at what just happened on Fox, right? Uh, Tucker Carlson comes out with the January 6th uh, videos. Like, just put put out the videos that are there. I mean, there's 40,000 hours of them, right? right? And and everybody starts shrieking how you got to shut them down. And the most egregious of those would be Chuck Schumer who is a person that I've really grown to detest me too uh, being a New Yorker I just when his voice comes oh. on I just start yelling oh, at the radio I, I can't I can't take him anymore. he was openly threatening Fox News he was openly threatening the network called out Rupert Murdoch from the floor of the Senate to tell him to shut Tucker Carlson down first for putting out those videos that is disgraceful these are people that are sworn to uphold the Constitution in the United States him doing that disqualifies him instantly in my opinion this is the same guy by the way that called out uh Gorsuch remember uh yes. you're gonna reap the whirlwind yeah yes. and he's the one who said uh you know they got nine ways to Sunday to uh, he right he told him, uh, yes. Trump about yep. uh,
1: Trump, right. Trump nine ways to Sunday yep
0: this, this is like a deep state operative, oh, and yeah. what they want to do is to shut down our rights to speak. I have no doubt that if they could do it, they would. But, you know, fascist societies, they don't really take – they don't really shut it down. What they do is they take control through regulation. Now, notice how fast Tucker stopped – you know, you think he ran out of material? No. Out of 40,000 hours, you think he only planned to do one or two little releases and then that was it? No, yeah. I don't think so either. No. Uh, they got people in jail based on a trumped-up charges, uh, you know, that happened that day. Was it right? I, I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. Should because they have been there? But how is that shaman guy still in jail it's,
2: after uh, you see that? Thing
1: after, yeah, after the escort. And the thing is, to say, is it right? Should they be there? Well, we don't know because we don't we don't hear from these people, and they don't have representation. It, you know, it it's so crazy to me. Once Twitter was taken over, once it was bought away, um, and yeah. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Test, Mr. Tesla, e- yeah. Elon. Yeah, Musk. Elon Musk, and he's not my favorite person either. But um, you know, Elizabeth Warren gets on. I hear her on the radio. And like you said, nails on the chalkboard. I want to turn the dial, but I wanted to hear what she said. And she basically said, oh, my God, we can't just let him take take over and let everybody back on Twitter. I'm like, and, and this is the crazy thing, Dan. It's not that, that they were upset and thinking that they were going to be deplatformed, which didn't happen. That never happened. They were upset because some of the voices that were taken down from our side of the aisle or our way of thinking were put back up. That's what they were upset right. about. They're upset that we have a voice. They don't want us to have a
0: voice. Simple as that. You know, I, I would say, Chet, you probably agree with me. I to probably most of what I'm about to say, we, but that is that we believe that these rights come from God. Yeah. We have the right to speak freely and to speak the truth, whether or not there is a constitution. That's right, right? The constitution does not grant us rights. It merely limits the government's authority to trespass on those rights. So if there was no constitution and there was no America, the founders stood around there in that condition. There was no constitution, there was no America. And they said, wow, what is the 100% antidote to tyranny? Right, they, they were trying to come out from tyranny and they said well you got to have the right to uh, worship and and uh, believe how you want you have to have the right to speak and free press you got to have your guns right you can't you got to have uh, you, your privacy has to be respected on and on they went on this list and the, yeah. and the constitution the bill of rights portion of the constitution is this part that is the 100 percent antidote for tyranny right you, you if you if you you cannot have a tyranny and have those rights at the same time that is why they are relentlessly gunning for these rights and now as we sit here today there's not a single solitary american that does not believe that they are marked if they say something like many of the things that we just said you you feel like you're going to get uh, blacklisted you're going to get shadow banned you're yeah. going to get investigated the irs relentlessly plagues right-wing people a uh, There's not a single one of us that does not believe, like, you watch what you text on your phone. You watch what you say on the phone, right? This is the most horribly un-American sentiment that we're having.
1: Great job, dude. We'll bring you back on the program soon. And thank you very much, my man. Okay, we'll get you back on. Thanks so much, Chad. I really love it. Thank you. Everybody, that is Dan. We've got a lot more show to go here on Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now, and stimulating talk, Fox News Radio.
2: I mm-hmm. don't
1: Everybody. Welcome back. Great, great, great having time with you. Not not my best show. I'll admit it. It was kind of off. I was off. Not I was even- off. I hope everybody had fun bowling last night. Um I don't know how well Lee did. Um, I'm gonna find out and see how everybody else did as well. I uh we we're doing the wrap up here now, guys, okay? It's a serious stuff. Uh they want to indict Donald J. Trump for being Donald Trump. You know, it's uh it's hard to believe that these people can actually get in front of the world and participate in a mind-numbing, brainwashing delivery as trying to put somebody in jail if that's really what they want to do. As I said, I, I don't think that would work out well for them. But to uh, lambaste the man and make him miserable for the rest of his life, and <coughs> to see that we're on the th- you know we're we're on the way to going to World War III. There's no doubt about that. And to think that during those four years against President Trump, with President Trump at the helm, we didn't have any of this stuff going on. We had an economy that was doing well. We had our enemies were intimidated. They did not mess around. I don't care what anybody says because they knew that there was somebody up there that wasn't going to take any of the BS. And then it went through the basically torn feathering of somebody who's pro-American, built our military back up, pro-police, pro-law enforcement, and you wonder why right now we're going straight down the drain. C.V., these people are disgusting, period.
2: That whole indictment thing was, I think, was a, a scam or a setup. They knew they didn't have anything there. And they said, we're going to... It was leaked out, supposedly, from uh, from trusted sources that they were going to arrest him on Tuesday. And everybody was freaking out. And then it didn't happen on Tuesday. And they said, oh, we're going uh, to have a meeting on Wednesday. There was another uh, witness that we have to hear. And then uh, and then, it's, then it was pushed off for next week. Now they're saying they're not going to have it at all. So th- meanwhile, they're putting barricades out in front of Tr- Trump Tower. And they're trying to incite another January 6th type situation where they're going to in- uh, t- intimidate us and try to uh, get us to act violently. So to provoke, to provoke us is the word I'm looking for. And, yeah. uh, and then, so he could throw more of us in jail and make him look ridiculous again. Mm-hmm. So that's what, that's what that was all about.
1: And you, and you know, Brian, it's like they, I, you know, I heard that, they, well, we're going to be ready this time in the Capitol, you know, two and a half years too late. Now they're saying they're going to, you know, it's a, it's embarrassing, man. The whole situation stinks.
3: Oh, absolutely. Listen, yeah,
1: you know, I, I don't know.
3: And and the way they spin it, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, Donald Trump's talking about, you know, like, you know, if I do get arrested, you know, get out and protest and things like that, you no know, no and that. let your, let your voice be heard. But of course the left turns that into, oh my, oh my gosh, you know, he's, he's doing January 6th over again. He's, he's calling for violence, blah, blah, blah. listen, you know, uh, do I agree with um, with saying go out and protest? Well, I guess in 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 one hand, yes, in one hand, no. In one hand, yes, because. <laughs> He's saying go out and protest the injustice of somebody being indicted on 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 a crime that was never committed. You know, back in what was it, 2016 or whatever, or 2017, they they came out and they said that this was not a violation of campaign law. So so, you know, the payout. So what is the big deal? You know what I mean like if if it the wasn't Attorney a violation General of, the, of
1: New York hates Donald Trump and always has
3: I don't care about whether he hates Donald Trump saying, or or, or I mean saying. whether she hates Donald Trump or not and I don't care whether this prosecutor in New York City hates Donald Trump or not you know people do not get indicted and and people do not get prosecuted in this country because somebody hates them I know that that was if that was the case, we would we would certainly need a First Amendment (laughs) because, I I mean, you know, you offend somebody. They hate you today. So, you know, that's that's not the case. You
1: have to you have to say, hey, this person that is making Donald Trump's life a living hell hates him. I mean, we it has to oh, be discussed. Ab- shouldn't be. Shouldn't no, be in-
3: absolutely, it's right. part of the equation. I'm not saying it's not part of the equation. What I mean is, is that our justice system is not is not um, no, is not carried not. out is not carried no. out by people because they got their hurt feelings hurt or because they hate somebody. It, we we have a justice system that 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 unfolds because laws are bra- broken by somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, you it, it's you know, about- I know
1: what you were saying. I just wanted to hammer what I was saying because I, I think the fact that these individuals get to handle this in the way that they have is criminal. I mean, right. CV, if there's somebody that hates CV and he goes to court and says to his lawyer, hey, that, that judge, uh, you know, his, I, I knocked his brother out back in sixth grade and I don't think it'll be it'll be fair for them to hear my case. I mean, yeah, they're at right. least going to listen to you, but they don't listen to Donald Trump at all. And the fact of the matter is, he didn't commit a crime. This yeah. woman got a payout that she agreed to over a crime that never happened. He wasn't in... We're, we're, look at what was going on with the Biden CV, and we're talking about this? And then,
2: Jesus! And then... And then oh my God! And then Alvin Bragg and the chipmunks over there are saying that Donald <laughs> Trump... <laughs> is misinforming his base about being arrested oh. no that's you leaked it out you said he was going to be arrested you liar and now they're right. now now uh Georgia is trying to go after him for uh for a perfectly uh great phone call <laughs> another perfectly great phone call, <laughs> yeah. um,
1: phone
2: call. and they're, and there's st- and they're still looking at the classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. They're going to go after him for that. They just will not leave the guy alone. They don't want him to run. And he's, they're really after us. And every time we go into court, if they search our social media and see that we're conservatives, do you think we're going to get a fair shake with these judges? They all hate us. They all hate us.
1: Yeah, it's it's absolutely true. And the fact of the matter is, the, the, what's going on in Georgia, too? I mean, they all, it, these people are all after him. It, yeah, I've, I've gone up and down the litany laundry list of the folks handling these cases, and it, it's not good for Donald Trump to have uh, this kind of bitterness out towards his, uh, his, pol- his politics and his supporters. Just, a, I, I would disgusting. I would
3: disagree. I would say that all of this, all of this frivolous uh, action, whether it is legal action or whether it is you know action by the Congress or, or or whatever you know with these impeachments and all that, I think that every time they do these things, it makes them more popular. Yes.
1: I do no. You're right. I, I didn't mean it that way. What I meant. What I meant was, as a society, this is bad. You know, but I'm yes, I, in a I absolutely agree with you. Well, I'm saying, you know, for 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 Donald Trump's well being, his family's well being, it's not good. It's terrible. I mean, his family probably feels like garbage half the time. I know I would.
2: That's I just George- <laughs> don't like the way they treat him. They treat him like crap. That's George Costanza, by the way. You know, we're yeah. living in a society. <laughs> <laughs> What else is in the news? Jerk store,
1: jerk store, jerk store is the answer. Let's go. But I'm, you know, and Brian's absolutely right. And Donald Trump said he was like, if they arrest me, it's it's only going to make me much more much more popular. I mean, he does know that that's going to, uh, maybe even turn some people that are on the edge whether they're going to support him or DeSantis. It, it, it maybe would help out with that, but I'm just talking about the treatment of the man. That's
2: that's what I mean. And the statute, and I, of, I, I do the, think it's unfortunate. The statute of limitations ran out on that three years ago, and they tried to make it sound like it's a campaign violation. You're allowed to use your own money if you're running for office, you know. <laughs> well, oh, but oh, but he they, took didn't they? He took it out of the wrong pocket. That's 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 a crime. Really, that's 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 what you want to. Uh, put handcuffs that, on the is, guy for? You stupid ass. That like
1: all they discussed with that idiot Cohen when they had him on TV? That's what this was about. Yep. Why are we to- doing this again? It's like a bad repeat. Yeah.
2: You know? Over and over and over I again. Like refried beans. All right.
1: all right, gentlemen. Listen. It's time to end the show. We love you guys. Be here next week, same time. Same Freedom Station, same Freedom Time, here with Freedom on Deck. God bless the United States of America. We support you, President Trump. Yep. Nobody else can do it.